Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. On today's episode, I have my incredible friend and money mentor, Claire Wood, and we are going to be diving deep into all of the money chats around what actually the numbers mean in your business. But also we have a little bit of a spicy chat around ethically sharing your income wins online and also what to look for when you are consuming and seeing other people share their money wins online. There is so much goodness in this and we're also celebrating Claire's release of her book, Intentional Profit. I honestly believe this book is needed for every single entrepreneur out there. And even for me, I did accounting in high school and accounting as part of my business degree. And there is so much that we need to know and be looking at as business owners. So the link for the book is in the show notes, but let's get into the episode. Hey, Claire, how are you? Hey, Jess, I'm good. Good. Well, welcome. You're now an author and I am just so excited for what is to come for you from this book, but congratulations. How does it feel? Thank you. It feels great. It's this weird sense of, you know, I had this on my vision board that I wanted to be a best-selling author and I've looked at it for so long. And now that it's actually happened, it's this kind of surreal, like part of me knew it would always happen, but also like, it's very weird and exciting. And I'm so glad it's happened. (laughs) Incredible. What was it like 24 hours and you were on the top bestseller lists on Amazon? Yeah, very surreal. I didn't even realize that I could chart in pre-sale. So I was literally was not expecting it at all, but I'm very, very grateful. And I've just got so much support from beautiful people in my community. And it's just been, yeah, such a blessing to, to, have achieve it and also to have this book that um, hopefully will help so many people. A hundred percent. And I think the topic of money is well and truly needed. I think in business, there's so much, you know, it's all sexy to look at marketing and, oh my gosh, I'm making so much money. But I myself know that I emptied my entire life savings six months into my first business, didn't even realize. And I had a background with a business degree and accounting knowledge. So I think this chat is going to be really, really powerful for no matter what stage you're at in business. I think money, looking at your numbers, understanding the actual accounting, not just going to your accountant and asking how much tax do I need to pay? A hundred percent. So I think it's such a powerful message. And I love that you've got your book out there in the world going to help so many people. But today I really want to dive into what do the numbers actually mean? What is revenue? What is profit? And also I want to chat to you about this topic of sharing your income online, right? It's become a marketing tool. And I think it's really, really awesome. I've always got behind this. There's people who love it or hate it. I've always got behind it because I think the more that women can share their income, it shows more people what's possible. And it breaks down the barriers of limiting beliefs and, oh my gosh, no way I could do a million dollar month, but I can see people literally doing it. So I actually think it's really, really empowering, but I think there's a huge piece around ethics on sharing your income and not inflating it. And look, I'm just not even going to discuss the point where people potentially lie completely. But I think if you're sharing your income online, you have a responsibility to understand what is profit, what is revenue, what are sales. So share it with us. 
break it down. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So just to give the listeners a bit of context, you know, I'm a, I'm a qualified accountant by trade. I'm a certified practicing accountant. And I actually came from a corporate background. And in corporate land, everything is profit because ultimately profit is the money that you get to keep after your expenses. And when I came into small business land, people don't talk about profit. It's really bizarre. And what I was finding with a lot of my clients was that they didn't even really understand what it is. So the the basics of profit is that it's your sales minus your expenses, and that equals your profit or your loss. And the reason why this is so important is because that's how much money you basically get to keep. Of course, I always, I call it adjusted profit, which is like depending on your wage as well. But basically like I've worked with, you know, someone who actually a couple of people have been making a million dollars a year and basically in sales and basically making no profit. So on the outside, it looks like they've got this wildly successful business. It looks sexy, right? They're now millionaires, but like they've got 50 staff under them that take all of it. A hundred percent. So I really want to start changing this conversation and empowering business owners to understand this and so that they can have their most successful business and, uh, you know, be able to have the life they desire as well, because sales isn't how much you get to have to spend. Your profit is. Yeah, that is so, so powerful. And I even have been speaking to clients in the past where I said, okay, tell me your profit. And they would tell me their revenue. And, and there is a big, big difference. Even for people like yourself and myself, I know we both believe in running a very lean business as well. You know, we don't need the 50 stuff. We don't need the fancy shebang on everything. But even then you've still got to look at the profit. Like you've still got to understand this number because at the end of the day, firstly, that's what you're getting taxed on. And secondly, if you want to live your dream life, if you want to have your holidays, if you want to have that safety net investments, all of the awesome things that come from running your own business, we need to be looking at profit. A hundred percent. And that's why I wanted to write this book is to show people how to do it and how to be intentional with it. Because sometimes, and I know I'm sure you experience this with your clients all the time, like sometimes it does make sense to lean in to invest in your business. I'm not about, you know, don't spend any money and, you know, have a massive profit, but I just want people to do it with intention. And that is the big ethos for me behind this book is, is building a business with intention and creating a profitable long-term business. Yeah. So how do you kind of balance, like if you're giving, and I know this is like very (laughs) nuanced and very individual, but just for you in your business, how do you decide between trading off profit versus investing to grow? Because that's how I emptied my life savings in the first six months of my business. I was like, grow, grow, grow. And it actually paid off. Like it was amazing. And I became resilient and learned a ton through that. But obviously that's not sustainable forever. (laughs) You know, that happened at one point in my business. So how do you kind kind of make those decisions within yourself? So I think there's two key factors that people need to consider. Firstly, it's their capacity to be able to invest. Some people, you know, since I've run my business, I have had, I had a baby when I started my business, a massive mortgage in Sydney, and my husband had just started his own business too. So in the early stages of my business, investing, there was no life savings. <laughs> there was yes. just a massive <laughs> debt. And so I had to be pulling a pretty healthy profit margin from the early stages of my business. 
is. But, you know, other people have different circumstances. You know, they, they mightn't have a young family or a big mortgage. They might have a partner who can support them. And there's definitely been stages over the years where, you know, with this book that I'm launching at the moment, you know, my profit is a lot lower than it's been in a very long time because I've been investing so much back into the book, the marketing, PR, this event, the, the book tour that I'm doing. And, you know, and thankfully my husband's business is, is able to support me. And, you know, the last couple of years through COVID, it was the flip side where, you know, I was allowing, empowering him to keep investing in his business because my business was was so profitable. So I guess this is the first factor to consider. Be honest with yourself about your capacity to invest is the first thing. And remember that that's going to be different for everyone. And I will say this, people like you, I've worked with a few clients over the years who have lent in big and honestly, they tend to get faster results mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because they, they go all in, they hire the coach, they build the team and they do tend to get there a bit quicker. But it's not realistic or practical for a lot of people. So you need to consider that is the first factor. And the second thing that I just really encourage people to do is be intentional. When I've lent in for this book, I'm not just like, oh crap, I just keep buying stuff and hope that it all comes out in the wash. I have very clearly said, this is the return I'm anticipating that I will receive off the back end of it. This is how I know this investment will break even. This is how I know I'll get a return from it. And here is where I anticipate the uplift happening. And this is what I really want people to do is start to say, okay, if you're going to lean in, what's the basis that you're doing it? When are you anticipating that you will get the return? And will you be getting it? Because I see sometimes people in a lack mindset, they're like, oh my gosh, I'll just quick join that course, join that course, hire that coach, hire the team member. I'm sure you've seen this. And you're like, whoa, you are doing a whole bunch of frantic action without a lot of strategy. You're just freaking out and throwing money at problems and wondering why it's not solving it. So that's the second part I think is to be intentional with what you're spending and why. Yeah. I actually think that's such a good point because from the outside, I probably look like just let me throw money everywhere. But what I was so grounded in was knowing that my success was inevitable. Where I was going looked like X, Y, Z, whereas 100% people kind of can sometimes invest from that scarcity or lack mindset. Like this other person is going to solve all my problems. This opportunity is going to solve all my problems. But actually, we need to have that within ourselves to be able to invest from that grounded place. So I think that's really powerful. I love that you shared that as well. So let's talk about sharing money wins online. So as a money mentor, what is your perspective on this? Because I know there's a lot of spicy arguments online. People like, oh, you know what? I'm never going to share my income because I'm so much more than the money. And then other people who are saying, you know, I am just so empowered and I love seeing people share it. So what is your opinion on that? I love, love, love when people are talking about money. I think that it is inspiring. I think that it's empowering. And I I think the more that we can be having these conversations, the better. However, like you, I'm a little bit concerned about how it is being done by some people. And I love that we are opening this conversation up. Yeah. So obviously we've had the discussion around what profit and what revenue means. Now, oftentimes people are advertising, I made this many sales. And when it comes to the online coaching education industry, now there's a whole nother bag of worms that we're opening because oftentimes people are referring to sales when they mean dollars that they'll get in the future, that they've signed up, but the dollars are not getting there yet. When we also have cash, that means this dollar entered my bank account today, you know, and then yes, I might be opening up to future. So how can people 
be more transparent around this? And what kind of responsibility do you feel like people should be having around this when they do share this? Because I know last year at the end of financial year, I shared my profit. I was like, I did a post about 250K profit. And I know you commented, you were like, thank you, Jess. I was like, <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> for sharing profit because guess what? I could have shared sales. I could have shared the revenue because that looks more juicy. Like it's going to be a bigger number. But I was like, you know what? I'm actually so proud of this number and the growth and the profit. So sometimes our egos can get in the way and it's like, oh, you know what? I'll choose the bigger number. (laughs) I'll choose the bigger number today. And that's the one I'm going to go with. So what advice do you have for people firstly sharing it and the responsibility, but then secondly, from a consumption point of view? Yeah, this is a beautiful, fantastic question. And look, you know, you can share your sales numbers. I'm, I'm not sort of saying don't share sales numbers, but I think that it's very important that we share it in context. And I even know that myself, because I'm so around it, I keep defaulting back into, you know, using this language, using the sales language, like my client had a hundred thousand dollar sales month. So a couple of things that I would say to improve your transparency as a business owner, and also to be mindful of as a consumer, if you were seeing someone or sharing, be mindful of these things. So the first thing is when I'm disclosing anything, I'm really careful to say what this is. So I will always, I won't say I had a hundred K month. I will say not that I've had a hundred K. Well, actually it's a lie. I have had a hundred thousand dollar sales month because you can in an accounting world, you can recognize the sales when you capture it. So if I have a launch that's $100,000, I have actually earned $100,000 in the month. However, I will say this is for my course that, you know, I will receive this revenue over the next six months. I'll receive this revenue over the next three months. I will also in my podcast usually dive down and say, you know, this actually all was incremental sale. I invested nothing into marketing. There was no additional team cost because it was a relaunch. So this is clean profit. Other times I'll say, you know, I want to be honest with you. This launch looks <laughs> good from the outside, but I actually lost money on it because it's the first time I've run it. I put a heap in here. If I was to calculate the profitability of it, it didn't really make that much profit. So there's a couple of different things that I would suggest. Firstly, disclose if something is sales or profit. I would also really love for people to start to dig in. People say to me, I, ca- I don't know what my profit is. And I'm like, dude, you can figure it out, like allocate an amount or ch- at least try and come up with an indication or say this excludes my expenses. I estimate they're around this much. Try and be as transparent as possible. Disclose the period of time that the revenue will be received over. Just be really, really open and transparent as much as possible. Um, the next thing is currency. And I know that this is, again, something I'm probably guilty of. That, you know, if you charge in US dollars and then you're sharing an amount in Australian dollars, say, you know, I did charge the course in US dollars. However, I'm sharing this in Australian dollars. Just keep the currency there as well, because that's something else that I think is important to disclose. So when you're observing things as a consumer, you can start to look and say, you know, you can even ask someone who's sharing, say, hey, is that clean profit? Or, you know, what what did you invest to achieve that kind of outcome? You can ask them, was that all, you know, cash received this month or is this revenue earned? You know, you can start to really understand the distinction. And then that way you're just being a lot more mindful about the, the numbers that are being shared. And, you know, I really don't like call out culture. I don't think it's an appropriate way, but asking something in a loving way, like just saying, hey, do you mind sharing how much you invested to achieve that outcome? It's empowering people from a really positive space. The other big thing that, you know, I am seeing going on at the moment is people disclosing a lifetime amount that their businesses earn. Oh, 
wow. I haven't seen that. <laughs> well, you will now. When you're aware of it, you'll start to open your eyes. So people will say, I've got a $3 million business. And then when you sort of do the sums, I'm like, oh my gosh, they mean that they've earned that $3 million over the last five years or the last 10 years. (laughs) Yeah. Cause like I've obviously exited multiple businesses and when you value a company, you normally value it based on one year's revenue and and a multiplier. So, uh, that's not even necessarily a thing, is it really? It's not a, a value of the company. It's not even a metric that generally is ever used in accounting world. But however, I am increasingly seeing this referred to and, you know, and the only reason I even know this is because I see people share, like, for example, someone will say, oh, I've had $100,000 a month. And I'm like, if that's a big, huge month for you that you're sharing, it's impossible that you've made $3 million this year. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, someone's talking about a lifetime. And then of course, the last category, which, you know, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. It quite frankly is unethical, is people who lie. And I have absolutely seen this, people who are disclosing a revenue amount. And I'm like, I know that is not even what you're making. Oh my gosh. I just literally felt my heart fall down out of my bottom because I was like it just I don't know I've never been even in Monopoly I can't lie I'm like just can't (laughs) like I can't be that person that takes the money and like pretends I didn't so it just like to me I know it exists but like it still blows my mind yeah and you know and even well-known businesses um unfortunately do this but this is the thing I think just always have a critical lens when someone's sharing things just be like okay and and also like use a bit of your like that's how I I can intuitively see well they've shared that they've shared that that something's not adding up here Mm. and and can consumers pay way more attention than people think they do. A hundred percent. And I, you know, I just don't believe that people who do business long-term that way, it's, it's not sustainable because people then real come to realize and, and recognize. So I guess as a, you know, if you are looking to work with someone, you can just start to ask questions from a place of love and curiosity and say, you know how, and most people will be, be happy to share. Like if they're online sharing their numbers, they should be happy to provide you with, you know, the breakdown and, and be honest and transparent about that. And I think that this is really fantastic. If we're going to have these conversations, let's have them in an open, honest and and ethical way. If we're empowering other people, we want them to know the truth because it also helps people feel less inverted commas crap about themselves. If they are like, you know, if they go, okay, all that revenue only translated to that much profit, at least, you know, if their business isn't making as much profit, they can go, hey, this is quite normal to be investing a lot back. And and it really just empowers women and, um, and business owners, which I think is what I know we are both all about. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, share all of the income, but tell me what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I always try and do that. Even in my posts or things, I put in brackets this, and I don't just write cash because I assume that people might not know. So I wrote, this is cash that dollars actually enter my bank account. <laughs> and I get really, really specific. A hundred percent. And I love, love, love that about the way that you share. You're really transparent and breaking it down for people. And I think the more that we can empower other people to do the same, the better. (laughs) Yes. I love this so much. And I think, look, I know there's some elements of unethical behavior and things going on. And I think if you feel negatively towards people sharing income or you feel like, oh, I'm not going to share my income because I don't want to be seen as that unethical person. I'm just going to make sure I promote how great I am at what I do. I think that's amazing. But I also think sometimes from an energetic standpoint, and I know you're all across this as well, from an energetic standpoint, if you're looking at people sharing their income as a bad thing, or even 
I see people using this in their marketing as like a badge of honor. I don't need to share my income because I'm so great without it. What it's actually doing is energetically pushing away that level of wealth or pushing away saying that that is actually safe for me to hold that level of wealth. That is safe for me to have people know that I'm earning a bunch of money. So I think there's so much more at play. And I know you have a whole section in your book on money mindset and things as well. But yeah, I just think it is such an awesome topic. And thank you for just diving deep with me today, Claire, on all of this. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And where can people hang out? Where can they get your book? I'm going to put the link in the show notes. So that's going to be super easy. But if they're wanting to just find it. Yeah. Come on over to Instagram. I'm at Claire, C-L-A-R-E underscore wood underscore coach. Or my website is super simple, clairewood.com. And um, you'll see there's links for my book. Um, You can go and grab it. Amazon, Booktopia, all of the, the major online platforms. Incredible. And I think this is the book you just need in your tool belt. I think, you know, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've got the inspirational books, you've probably got the habits books, but you need this money book. So make sure you grab it. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. And thank you so, so much, Claire, for joining me on this episode. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.